Welcome back. Come along as we dig into God's Word and search for truth, understanding, and a closer relationship with Him. This is Steve, and you're listening to the Dig Bible Podcast Corner. Welcome back, everybody. If you're still listening after the first show, thank you. Um, like I said, this is kind of a, a little offshoot that I think God's been just setting on my heart, so we're just going to look at some different things that I think are important for us to understand. Um, I'm always open to, to talk about um, these other you know, theological ideas, ideological ideas, things that are outside of... Um, you know, the main thing, as we talked about last time, I love talking about them. I love growing because every time we have these discussions, iron sharpens iron. We become stronger as a church. The more that we understand, the more that we dive into God's word. So, so important. And on that note, this week, I want to talk about hidden truth. Now, I think that we have to look at this and, and really understand a couple different aspects of this. Uh, before I even start, though, if you haven't ever read Michael Heiser's Unseen Realm, I think that is so, so important to help understand so much of what's written in the Bible. Um, it helps us understand context. And context is so important when we're reading anything. How many times do you read a text message and because you don't get the inflection or something else that of the person or it's a shorter answer that you take it out of context and you're like, why is this person mad at me? What did they do? What did I do? Did I do something wrong? But really, maybe they were just in a hurry. Maybe they were just that. But if you don't know the context, then you take the wrong meaning from it. It's the same with the Bible. Context is king. You have to understand each of those books of the Bible were written to somebody in particular. Sometimes it's a larger group of people, like it's all of the Israelites. Sometimes it was exactly the title. It was written to the Corinthians, you know, or it was written to um, the Thessalonians, you know, there's, there's, or the church of Thessalonica, however you want to say, but it was written to a group of people. So understanding what those people were going through what was happening at that time and why, why did they need to hear that truth? And then what can we pull from it? Because initially it's not written to us. You know, the problem is a lot of times we want to take the Bible and look at the context and instantly look at what it says and say, this is what it means because it's written to me at this time. And that doesn't really make sense. So we're taking things out of context because we don't understand the who, what, why, and when of when that was written. Very important to look, look at that and understand what's going on historically, what's going on at this time. Just important. Second, you know, on this show, we've looked at a lot of different things as far as topic ideas, anything from, um, you know, talking to Tim Alberino about having, potentially having a physical 
uh, being a physical realm or talking about aliens or talking about uh, with L.A. Marzulli or talking about um, Derek Gilbert with, you know, the idea that, that, that Lucifer and Satan are not the same entity. These things are non-salvation issues. These are someone's interpretation of what's currently going on in the world or, or, or things that have happened in the past and, and our context and how we take things out of the Bible. But the important thing is, we have to understand is that just because something's not part of our paradigm, of our norm, of our everyday life that we see right now, does not mean it's not true. With that being said as well, always test everything back against Scripture. If something doesn't line up with the Bible or tells you something directly against the teachings of God, that is the biggest red flag there can be. Always test everything back against Scripture. But Proverbs 25.2 says, It is the glory of God to conceal things, but the glory of kings is to search things out. There is a lot of hidden truth in the Bible. And multiple times through the New Testament, especially, Jesus says, and actually you can go back and he quotes Isaiah, you will indeed hear but never understand, and you will indeed see but never perceive. For this people's heart has grown dull, and their ears they can barely hear, and their eyes have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and turn, and I would heal them. Now, context is, again, very important. We're looking at Matthew chapter 13, 10 through 17. And this is when the disciples come and ask him, why do you speak in parables? And he, he says to them in verse 11, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. For to the one who has, more will be given, and he will have an abundance. But to the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And that is why I speak to them in parables, because seeing they do not see, and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. And that's when he goes on to quote Isaiah. And multiple times throughout the Gospels, when we're talking and, and Jesus is going through and explaining things, he, he says to them, like, how, how many times do I have to say it? You know, if you have ears, listen. You know, if you have eyes, see this, like, understand. And even them that walked with Jesus could not comprehend the truth of what he was saying. The, there's so much to be said there that if we don't understand what we're reading, if we don't fully perceive everything there, is that because, as, as it says in Isaiah, that our hearts are dull? I mean, that's a scary idea. It says, you know, their ears, they can barely hear and their eyes have closed. Is that how we're perceiving the Bible? Is that how we're reading it and not taking out of it what we're supposed to? Once again, I'm looking back at the context when this is written, and this is written to the Israelites at the time, because when he came, and, and, and you know when we talk about Isaiah, then we talk about Matthew, Jesus is talking about the Jewish people of, the, of that nation at that time. 
very important to understand that there is so much hidden truth, so many things biblically that are beyond our understanding. And I, I think a good example of this is prophecy. Um, recently, we had Micah Turnbow on the show, which I found awesome, enlightening. And I listened to him, and he talks about prophetically seeing angels, seeing Jesus. And I would love to. My gosh, I would love that. How much would that strengthen your faith to be able to see those that's that spiritual realm and, and what, what's there? It would blow me away. I mean, I couldn't even fathom it. But what you do is you always take what someone says and test it against Scripture. I want you to listen to that show. Does he say anything that's off, you know, off Scripture? Does he say anything that goes against the Word of God? His whole message is how much Jesus wants a personal relationship with you. I mean, God did put his Holy Spirit inside of you. Doesn't get much more personal than that. But Jesus wants a personal relationship with you. Whatever you're going through, whatever you have going on in your life, just know Jesus cares about you. Jesus loves you. And he wants to help you through anything that you're going through. And you have the Holy Spirit inside of you. And now, having that Holy Spirit, which the disciples did not have at that time in Matthew, you know, we don't hear about that till we get to Acts, when after, uh, you know, the tongues of fire appear at that at Passover, and, and, and they're able to speak in tongues, um, you know, to other people and, and other... Uh, of all the different nations, I um, think having that Holy Spirit gives us a leg up. It helps us. We have that Holy Spirit that works like a, a translator for us. We're able to, you know, like I said, even with these these items that have come up, these issues that I feel God's putting on my heart, the Holy Spirit's working in me to say, hey, you need to talk about this. This needs to come up. This needs to be talked about. This needs to be said. And honestly, in the end, if one person listens and it helps them, everything is worth it. Everything. Oh, you know, to that person who somehow gets that seed planted and turns towards God, what does everlasting life mean to that person? It means everything. So if you can help one person along the way just by planting a seed somewhere, you just changed the course of their history. You just changed everything for them. The rest of their life and their everlasting life. Because through God, of course through God, not through us, but through God. But God wants us to plant that seed. That's the whole point of the Great Commission. But when we're going back, I'm sorry, I jump off course, but we're talking about prophecy. I think it's pretty interesting that we are so okay we can look at isaiah exactly i mean like we talked about before and isaiah talks all about jesus coming and you know we even quote it and every christmas uh you know for unto you a child is born for unto you, you know blah 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 we hear these things and we are i shouldn't say blah 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 that sounds bad that's 
I don't mean that in a negative context, but it's one of those verses that we've heard over and over again. It's almost like, um, was it Isaiah 9? But when we talk about John 3.16, it's the same kind of thing. We've heard it so many times. You know, especially If you've been in church, you've heard John 3.16. It's just, that's probably the most quoted verse of all time. With that Isaiah 9, uh, chapter 9 section put in there about the um, birth of Christ. And... You know, we, we're okay with Isaiah talking about, you know, hundreds of years before Jesus talking about the coming of Jesus. Okay with, you know, Joel talking about, um, what did Joel, Joel has, if we look at Joel 2, 28 and 29, it says, And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. Even the male and female servants in those days, I will pour out my spirit. And this is actually requoted again in Acts 2.17. But we're seeing that prophecy is a real thing. Prophecy is going to happen. It, you know, it, it's, I have to go back re reiterate. Look at Elijah. Look at Elisha. Look at all these different people that had this prophetic gift to the people of Israel in the Old Testament. And it says straight here and repeated in Acts 2.17 that he will pour out his spirit on all flesh and your sons and daughters shall prophesy. This is just because, and that's just because things, you know, we, we, we are so quick to believe something happened in the Bible. Miraculous healings, for example. Oh, look at the things that happen, you know, uh, uh, even other than Jesus. You know, it talks about the disciples and the apostles afterwards healing people, you know, casting out evil spirits, doing these things. Why is it so hard for us to believe that something like that happens now? Why are we okay with it in the Bible and not okay with things like that now? I would beg to argue that we're so spiritually separated from God that we can't fathom some of those things. If you look at the sin in this world, and as I've said before, as in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the coming of the Son of Man. We're getting close to the end. We're seeing so much sin separating us from God. You even look in some of the New Testament where he talks about when he went to Nazareth and said, because of their unbelief, he did very few signs and miracles. Is that unrelated? Or is that truly how things are? I mean, is it because of so much unbelief and sin in the world that a lot of those great things don't happen? I don't know. It's just a very interesting thought. But... With that being said, I think it's important just to understand there's a lot of hidden truth in our Bibles. There's a lot of things that we don't understand. There's a lot of things that don't fit into our paradigm of what our personal truth is. However, if we can learn anything from our society right now, our personal truth doesn't mean anything. It's God's truth that matters. God's truth, God's love, God's peace, God's understanding, that supersedes all. 
So just because you don't believe something doesn't mean it isn't true. But test everything against Scripture. Keep on digging, everybody.